open your Bibles to Proverbs 31. I'm going to just remind you all of our theme scripture and our memory verse, which everybody has memorized, right? Yeah? Okay. So the theme scripture, Proverbs 31.10, who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies. And that's our our theme scripture for this study because we are uh, studying Proverbs 31. But it's also our theme, our title, whatever you want to call it, for our women's Bible study from now on. It's far above rubies. No matter what we're studying, that's our women's Bible study name, theme, title, whatever you want to call it. So who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies? And the memory verse is, charm is deceitful and beauty is passing, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. And that's in Proverbs 31, 30. So it's hard to believe that we are on um, study number seven of ten. So we are on on our uh, home stretch here in our in our Bible study, and it's been it's been really good. I've I've totally I've just enjoyed studying it and teaching it and learning, and I hope that you have also um, felt that same way. So we've learned a lot of things in Proverbs 31, right? We've learned a lot of things about this Proverbs 31 woman. We've learned that she's trustworthy, right? That her husband can safely trust her is what it says in Proverbs 31. But we, we know that this woman, also her friends, her parents, her siblings, her coworkers, they can all trust her. She works willingly with her hands, um, and remember, the key word on that study was willingly, so that means that nobody's forcing her to. She's willing to work with her hands. She provides po- food for her family and friends, and um, that was that was one of my favorites, and today is another one of my favorites because it talks about feeding and food, and um, if you know me, you know that I eat like a teenage boy, and so that's... <laughs> that's one of my favorite things to do. So she provides food for her family and friends. Um, she gets up early. She stays up late. So she's a productive woman. She takes care of her help. She brings money into the home. She works hard on her relationship with Jesus. She covers her family in the blood of Jesus, and she instructs her children. Last week we learned that she also extends her hand to the poor and needy. And that was a really neat study. So today in Proverbs 31, we are going to learn and we're going to see how the woman that fears the Lord feeds on the word of God. And we're looking at Proverbs 31, 14. So let's all go ahead and just turn to your Bibles and your um, Proverbs 31, 14. And it says, she is like the merchant ships. She brings, excuse me, she brings her food from afar. So we're going to kind of break that down and look at at what that means and how that plays out for us. Um, the key words in this study is feeds and word. So she feeds on the word of God. So that word feeds is to supply nourishment, to be nourished or gratified. So again, that's she feeds on the word of God. That key word feeds is to supply nourishment 
to be nourished or gratified. Um, the, the other keyword word is news, tidings, information, direction, authority, or voice. And so the woman that fears the Lord, whose worth is far above rubies, feeds on the word of God. So um, feeds on the word of God. There's other terms um, in the church, or maybe you've heard friends, or even here in this church that we use the different terms. Some may call it quiet time. Some may call it um, devotions. Last night um, in, in uh, Wednesday night church, Pastor Ben was calling it drawing near to God. So whatever, whatever you call it, um, what I'm going to do for tonight's study and for the sake of the study, it's, I'm going to refer to it as feeding on the word of God. So um, there's three, three things, three goals um, for tonight's study. And the first one is to de- that we develop a hunger for the word of God. So that we develop a hunger or appetite for the word of God. That's number one. And number two is that we leave here with tools and a plan of how to feed on the word of God every single day. So the first one is that we develop a hunger for the word of God. The second one is that we leave here with tools and a plan of how to feed on the word of God every single day. And third is to that we would be able to put away the stress and condemnation that we put on ourselves com- concerning feeding on the word of God. So I'm hoping and praying that we can do that tonight with the time that we have. So um, as, I was, as I was preparing for this, I was real excited because for a couple of reasons. First of all, I really like food. I like food. I like to eat. I like to, um, I don't necessarily like to cook so much, but I do like food. And so when um, looking at the, this Proverbs 30 woman that she feeds on the word of God, um, it, I kind of just got really like this. I, each one of the studies really got me excited and got this kind of fire going, but this one <clears throat> was, was just a little bit um, more excited. I was just a little bit more excited to do this one. And something about me that, if you don't know, I'm, I like word pictures. I'm, I'm kind of into typography a lot. So, um, in this, in this study where, where the Proverbs 31 woman feeds on the Word of God, and of course the feeding on the Word of God is for our spiritual well-being and our, our, our spiritual health, um, there's also the food that we put into our physical bodies for our physical well-being and our physical health. So I started to kind of parallel that and do this little, um, these little word pictures and, and typography with that. So bear with me because um, I, it's, it's all, I'm hoping it all makes sense because it all makes sense in my head. <laughs> so I hope it makes sense to you. Okay, so um, as I was thinking about, again, about this study and about um, women in general and just how busy our lives are, and, you know, anytime I talk to somebody, it's, you know, we're just, we're, we're in a hurry. We're, we're rushing here. We're rushing there. We're, we're rushing through pretty much everything, rushing through meals, rushing through our, our quiet times, our devotions, things like that. So I started thinking in the terms again, um, of the physical and, um, fast food. 
And so, you know, with fast food, I was thinking, I went back to like when I was a kid, you know, I think anybody really born before 1965, um, maybe even 1975, fast food was more of a, a treat. It was something that happened once in a while. It wasn't, you know, every day. It wasn't even every week. It was kind of a, a once in a while thing. And, you know, I just remember myself growing up, probably a handful of times had a McDonald's burger in my whole childhood. I remember one time my aunt made Chef Boyardee pizza. Other than that, I never knew what pizza was because, you know, my mom didn't make it and we didn't go out to eat it, you know. So, um, you know, the food was cooked at home. So I started thinking today about fast food and why in our in our busy lives, you know, what it is about the fast food that, you know, that makes it so appealing. And one of it is it's fast, right? You can pull in, you can grab something, you go. Um, it's convenient, right? It's, again, you don't, and, and it's cheap. I mean, most of the time it is pretty, you know, pretty inexpensive. Most places have the dollar menu, um, you know, so there, it's, it's easy, it's fast, it's, you know, it's all those things. And, and today, because of the pressures on our time, um, instead of being a treat, it's more the norm. Um, but but if we're if we you know if if we look back, we can see that there are physical dangers to our health if we live on a steady diet of fast food. There is you know definitely some some dangers. Um, and the documentary Supersize Me. Have any of you guys seen that movie? Seen that documentary? Yeah. So that documentary Supersize Me. It was. It came out 14 years ago, and basically it documented uh, Morgan Spurlock over a 30-day period. He did an experiment of how a steady diet of fast food affected his health. And there, uh, you know, you can you can go through it and, and see the documentary, but I just looked up some facts on that, and it just talked about how this healthy man started off with doctor supervision um, eating nothing but fast food. And his, his goal was to do that for 30 days and see what happened. I'm, I'm thinking he's pretty brave because he, you know, he basically used himself as a guinea pig to see what would happen, come what may, basically, you know, health um, uh, risks and all. And what he found was in uh, less than 30 days, he gained 24 pounds. And um, it took him 23 months to get that 24 pounds off. He had um, he had uh, severe liver damage that to an alcoholic so much so that his doctors and the nutritionists were telling him he had to stop before the 30 days was up. Told him that he had to stop. He had he experienced mood swings, heart palpitations, headaches, um, uh, sleep disturbances. There was a lot of things that affected his health. And again, bear with me because I am going to kind of parallel this with our spiritual health. Um, but just like the way that the fast food is is harmful, a steady diet of fast food, how the effects of that is harmful on our on our bodies, on our physical bodies, the steady uh, diet of spiritual fast food is also harmful as well to our spiritual bodies. So the uh, again, the Super Size Me documentary it came out in 2014, and we've learned a lot since then about what fast food does to our bodies and not just the ones you know not just like the burgers and the stuff that you pull into but also the 
the stuff in your in the freezer section, you know, the frozen stuff, the canned things, um, how they are also they are also uh, harmful to our health. And so I again I started thinking about it, and I was going, okay, so why do we still do it then? If we know the effects of it, why do we still continue to eat fast food? Some of us more than once a day. You know, some of us, you know, at least once a day. Some of us at least once a week. But um, there's reasons why. And um, the first reason why is it's addictive. And so, um, you know, I just did a simple Google, Google search as to why fast food is addictive. And um, I came, there was a few things, but I came up with three or uh, four different reasons. So the first reason that fast food is addictive is that there are ingredients in fast food that make them physically addictive. So um, one of them is sugar. And we know that sugar has, um, it, ha- it offers all the hall- hallmarks of addiction. So we crave it, we binge on it, and we have withdrawals when we <laughs> don't have it. So if you've ever had a sugar addiction, you know that. And so um, something interesting, every single item I don't know if I should say which place, but on a certain very popular um, fast food restaurant's menu has sugar in the, in the item. So the buns have sugar in the bread. There's sugar in every single item of, of a popular fast food chain's um, menu. This, so the, the first one is that there's ingredients in there that's, that's addictive. Second one is the push for convenience. So you know, you, you 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 need a break. How many of you remember that little jingle? And I forget which one it was. You need a break today, you know, or yeah. Um, you know, so it's convenient. Fast food is convenient. And that could be addictive, you know, just being able to go and, and pull up and and uh, get, get something to eat. And speed is also, it also has addictive properties. So in other words, it's I'm hungry. I drive up or I walk in, I make my order, I, and I pay and I sit down and I eat. So it's quick. It, as opposed to I'm hungry, I need to, you know, take the food out of the fridge, I need to chop it up, I need to get the, you know, all the utensils and all the, all the go through all the mechanics to make a meal and then you eat. So there's that, there's that correlation. So, you know, we live in such a world of instant. We have instant popcorn, instant macaroni and cheese, instant mashed potatoes, instant uh, wrinkle cream. <laughs> you know, we have, we live in such a fast, instant world that it is, it's, it's easy to bring that into our spiritual life, you know, when we're thinking about that. And so much so that to, it can be really overwhelming to think, um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop eating fast food every day, and I'm gonna start preparing meals. And and honestly, you know, probably a good percentage of us don't even know how to do that. How do I budget for it? How do I budget for the grocery store? How do I um, go through the grocery store and actually pick out things for a menu, or maybe make a menu, do the you know get the stuff from the grocery store, and then actually put it together? Not just one time. How many of you just eat once a day? No, three meals plus snacks a day. So, you know, very few of us just eat once a day. And even if it is just once a day, there's still, if you're not just pulling in and grabbing a quick bite, there's still effort, time, thought, focus, 
um, on getting that meal together. So um, again, there's reasons why um, we lean towards fast food, physical fast food. And there are reasons why we lean towards spiritual fast food. So the woman that fears the Lord and her, and her worth is far above rubies, she feeds on the word of God. And so that's what we're going to look at tonight. It's going to, we're going to see that there's, there's three points that this woman is dedicated to supplying the best for her family. And we see that in Proverbs 31, 14. She's devoted to searching the scriptures, and that's in Matthew 6.33. And she is deeply satisfied. And we find that in John 6.31 and 32. So we're going to look at the first point. She is, this woman is dedicated to supplying the very best. So Proverbs compares this woman here in verse 14 to a merchant ship. And that's really interesting um, because a merchant ship transports goods, you know, transports goods and commands a premium. So this woman, if she's compared to a merchant ship, she also transports good and she also commands a premium. Another thing about a merchant ship is it is a merchant ship is reliable and it's economical and efficient. So just like a merchant ship, this Proverbs 31 woman that fears the Lord and feeds on the word of God, she is reliable. So like the ship, um, she's safely trusted to go to great lengths to provide nourishment, both physically and spiritually. So she is reliable to do that. You can, you can basically, you know, put your money on it that this woman is going to, to go to great lengths to make sure that she's feeding on the word of God, just like that merchant ship. Um, she is reliable and that she will have enough for herself and for her family. And also, um, when we, when we are careful to feed on the word of God, there's always enough for ourselves and others. And I was thinking about this as I was, you know, thinking about the whole fast food thing in the office today. It was interesting. You know, I was, you know, sitting there working and there was a few people standing around the office talking and they were talking about um, going to Starbucks and how the whole pay it forward thing. And they were talking about, you know, how they were saying, I haven't, I haven't paid for my Starbucks in I don't know how long because somebody always pays it forward. And I thought, how cool, what a neat concept in relation to this study that when we are feeding on the word of God, we're paying it forward. That's one thing. We can pay it forward. We can, we can always have something for somebody that's either ahead of us or behind us. But I was also thinking about that in relation to just, you know, what all that means is that you know, we know somebody that paid it forward for us, right? Jesus went to the cross and he paid for us. And that's the whole reason that we're here. You know, why else would we be here on a Thursday night? Because we all know the one that paid it forward for us. So I just thought that was really interesting that that happened just today. So this woman, she's reliable. Um, 
she there's always enough for herself and for others and she's economical so she goes out and she gets the best for her family she lives with a sense of urgency so these um this woman she's focused and intentional about feeding on the word of god and again it in our fast-paced world just like being focused and intentional with our diet uh, physically, we need to be focused and intentional about what we feed on spiritually, what, when, and how we feed ourselves spiritually. So this woman, she keeps her time with the Lord a priority, thinking in terms of being economical. Um, there's a budget, right? We have a, a budget on our money. We have a budget on our time. And so this woman, she budgets her time so that she's able to feed on the word of God, so that she has that time to feed on the word of God. She says no to the things that cut into that time, whatever that is. And there's always something that cuts into the time with the Lord, right? Um, there may be times that you have to say no to a, a job promotion or a job offer because it cuts into time with your Lord. With with your Lord, I've had to do that. There may be times that you say no to um, sleep. You know, you may want to sleep a little bit longer, but it may... It may not work out that way if you're going to spend that time with the Lord and feed on the on the word of God. Um, so she says no to the things that cut into the time that she feeds with the Lord. And and she says yes to the things that would allow it. So um, for me, saying yes to those things might be, you know, going to bed a little bit earlier so that you can get up earlier um, so that you can have that time. It, it might be different. It probably is different, but she is... Um, this Proverbs 31 woman, she is reliable, she's economical, and she is efficient. Just like the mer merchant ship, she carries great loads. I found it interesting that even today, airplanes can carry loads faster, but ships are still used today because they carry more using less energy. And that's just such a neat picture of this Proverbs 31 woman whose worth is far above rubies. She has a natural ability because of the power of the Holy Spirit in her life to carry great loads. She has a natural ability to, to be um, economical and to be efficient by feeding on the word of God. And we have God to help us. Remember um, our scripture that says, if he asks you, he will do it. Remember, he says that. So this Proverbs 31 woman, she is, first of all, she's dedicated, and she's dedicated to supplying the very best by being reliable, economical, and efficient. And the second point is she's devoted. So she is devoted to searching the scriptures, and we see that in Matthew 6.33, and you can turn there real quick. Matthew 6.33. All right. Matthew 6.33 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteous, righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. So she's devoted to searching the scriptures. One of the things that came to my mind, again, as I was, as I was thinking about this study was um, what it means means to feed on the word of God. And I remember 
um, as a as a young believer and having two little girls and um, you know going to a church at Calvary Chapel that talked a lot about quiet time and you know I wasn't really sure what that was I just I didn't know and you know they would just say you know make sure you're having a quiet time and how was your quiet time and quiet time and quiet time and I was like I have two little girls at home you know there's not very much quiet time and if there's a quiet time I'm taking a nap you know it was kind of the thing and um, I had a friend at that time that uh, that really challenged me, and she kept asking me about my quiet time, and she was like, Nathalie, don't you have quiet time? And I was like, well, I'm not exactly sure I know what that is, you know, and, and she said, well, you know, and she, and she walked me through. She told me what she did in her quiet time, and she had five kids at home, so I was like, okay, I've got two, she's got five, I think I can, I, I think I can kind of find this, this, you know, happy medium, but she was telling me that she has her quiet time in the morning. She said, I spend time with the Lord. And so she opened up her Bible and she showed me, you know, she, she went to um, what she had just read that morning. And it was in Psalm where it says, blessed is the man whose sins are forgiven. And she had a little happy faces by it. And she was like so excited showing me this. And I was like, I want what she has. I want that. So, you know, so she was just telling me, just, you know, just get your Bible and read it. And I was like, okay. I can do that. <laughs> so the next morning, you know, my phone's ringing early in the morning. And I'm like, you know, that was the days like where the phone's ringing. The kids are asleep. It's not the, the cell phone just vibrating. I'm like, grab the phone right away. So the kids don't wait. I mean, I was asleep. The kids are asleep. And I'm like, what is she doing? And she's like, hi, did you have your quiet time this morning? I'm like, no, I'm asleep, you know. And so, um, so anyway, she really challenged me to get up in the morning, because I knew she was going to keep calling me until it was like, yeah, I'm in the middle of it, call you back later, or whatever, you know, and one of the things that I did is I did what she did, I started, you know, reading just a little bit, and then drawing a happy face by it, or drawing a heart by it, or drawing something that just, or drawing a sad face by it, whatever it was that that came to me as I read that, but I started in the Psalms, because that's where she had opened her Bible and showed me where she was in, so, um, so again, what does it mean to feed on the Word of God? It, it's pretty simple. It's just spending time with the Lord every day, reading His Word, um, reading and, and maybe listening to the Word of God. So today, in the physical food sense, as far as menus and things, um, I've heard, I've never seen them, but I've heard that there's apps that you can get that you can you can punch in what you have in your pantry or in your fridge, and that's what you have. And then there's recipes that come up of what you can what you can make with that, you know, which makes it pretty easy. If you're not if you're not much of a menu maker yourself or whatever, you can just punch in what you have. If you okay, I've got chicken, I've got green beans, I've got you know whatever, and you can do that, and it and it kind of makes a menu for you. Well, it's kind of the same thing. I kind of feel like you know we have podcasts these days. You've got that app on your phone, and you can just, you know, pull up a podcast. You know, we're really blessed that we have really good, sound biblical teaching in Calvary chapels. You know, you can you can pull up a podcast and and go through that. You know, nothing takes the place of actually sitting down and reading the Word, but that's something that we can do every day to be in the Word of God, just to feed on the Word of God. But I was also wondering why we don't. Why don't we? Why don't we feed on the Word of God every day? Is it like the same reasons why we don't cook at home? Because maybe it's 
you know, we're busy. We're, it's easier just to grab something quick, you know, grab, grab a quick bite on the way wherever we're going um, than to actually be intentional and sit down and think, what am I going to eat today? How am I going to fix this today? Same thing spiritually. You know, we can, we can grab a quick bite of um, positive, encouraging radio on the way to work, right? Or we can um, look at the, the real uh, cute little um, Christian quotes on social media. You know, all is it's really good. It's good stuff. But again, if you're living on a steady diet of this, it's going to be like the supersize me thing. There's going to be some, some problems with the heart after a while. There's going to be some problems with sleeping after a while. There's going to be, it's, it's going to affect your whole spiritual self. You can't live on a steady diet of positive, encouraging radio and cute Christian quotes and no meat and potatoes of the Word of God. You need to have, you need to have a balanced diet. Um, another reason is that it can be overwhelming. You know, maybe you're like me as a, as a new believer. You know, where do I don't even know what that means. You know, I remember telling her, telling my friend, I don't know what you're talking about. And so, um, so I'm hoping that tonight, again, that we'll have a plan, we'll have some tools, if that's you, that you'll be able to, to have that either written down, taken some notes, and go, this is what I'm going to do to make sure that I have a steady balanced diet of feeding on the word of God. Psalm 34, 8 says, taste and see that the Lord is good. And once we've tasted, we develop a taste for the word of God. And it's kind of like those ingredients in fast food. It's addicting. There's that you, once you've had a steady diet of the word of God, the more you feed, the more you want. And so Psalm 34 says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Um, this Proverbs 31 woman, she seeks first the word of God. And, and what it says in Matthew 6 is that all these things, you know, there's so many times that we think um, as, a, as a woman, I have so many responsibilities. I have the kids. I have the job. I have the house. And, you know, just it goes on and on and on. But it says in Matthew that all these things. So when you, when you, for me, I have to get up and start first thing, my first thing in the, in the morning, because if I keep putting it off, then it'll never happen. So um, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. Second Timothy 3.16, it says, all scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. And just like our physical bodies let us know when we're hungry or when our, our diet is kind of out of whack, um, when, you're, when your physical diet is out of whack, your body lets you know, right, if you're missing key nutrients. Just like that, um, if, we are, if we're living on a diet of spiritual fast food, we're going to miss something. But the but this in Second Timothy um, chapter 3, it says all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching. And we want to be taught by God, right? And rebuking. And if we are somewhere where God doesn't want us to be, if we're doing things that God doesn't want us to do, if we've got our hand in things that we shouldn't, we want God to tell us, right? Um, and correcting. If we need some correction, you know, we want God to tell us. We don't want to just be living on, on, the, on the candy. Um, 
And it also says that in training in righteous in righteousness. And I and I believe that we all want that. We all want to be trained up in righteousness. Um, so this has to be every day. It can't be um, just once or twice or like some of us three times a week, you know, when we're in church. We're again, we're really blessed that we have a good, well cooked and well served up meal um, spiritually, you know, every week here from this pulpit. But that wouldn't be enough physically if all you did was eat three times. So it can't be enough spiritually. Um, if all we did was eat three times physically, there would be some problems, right? There would definitely be some problems in our in our bodies. Um, this woman is is devoted, and she does what it takes. She works hard at feeding on the Word of God. It's been said, if it's important to you, you will make the time. So this this woman, she's dedicated, she's devoted, and she is deeply satisfied. Um, have you ever been discontent or not satisfied? I think all of us at one time or another have been, maybe know somebody that's not, you know, they're, you're, you know, either you or somebody you know, you know, just so not satisfied, you know, either changing jobs all the time, changing um, cars, changing um uh, changing homes, changing furniture, changing, you know, because there's just, you just keep thinking that maybe that next thing, maybe that next thing will make me happy. Well, this woman that feeds on the word of God every day, she is not just satisfied a little bit. She is deeply satisfied. And, you know, before we came to Jesus, we, we had this void. We all had voids. And we feel, we filled those voids with different things, right? We're looking to fill the void that only Jesus could fill with, um, with different things. Some of us, it was shopping or partying or, uh, food, friends, um, drinking, drugs. Some was accomplishments, but there's a void in each one of us that we, once we come to Jesus, it's filled, it's filled with Jesus. And sometimes we still bring in that, dissatisfaction because we don't feed on the word of God for whatever reason. And the woman that fears the Lord and feeds on the word of God daily is deeply satisfied. Matthew 5, 6 says, blessed are those that hunger and thirst for righteousness. And so we de when we depend on the word every day, it satisfies us deeply because we're satisfied in the Lord. We, again, are corrected, are rebuked, are, are trained up. And we're not looking, you know, for anything else to satisfy us. The Bible says that Jesus is the bread of life. And can this bread really satisfy? And the answer is yes, that the bread of life, Jesus, can really satisfy. And, and he sustains those that are hungry. Um, in the days of fast food and fast everything, it it really takes time. And to think of that time, we need to take that time to bask in the presence of God. So I want you to leave here today um, and just to be a little bit more empowered and equipped to do these things that we've talked about tonight. I One of the things that I, I did not want to happen, there, actually there's two things. I did not want everybody to go and say, go on a fast food Okay, I'm not ever eating fast food again. I'm going out of fast food. I'm not going to, 
you know, I'm going on a diet. I'm not eating this anymore. That wasn't, that wasn't the, the point. Um, I, I did not want, that wasn't one of my goals. I didn't want that. And I also didn't want to stress you out or for you to have um, condemnation on yourself if you're not having that quiet time every day. But what I do want to do is empower you and equip you to make sure um, that you know that you have the tools so that you know what to do, okay? So with that, um, another thing that I thought was pretty interesting as I was preparing for this study was um, I asked a handful of personal trainers. So these are people that they make it their job. They've, been, they've had education and training to be physical fitness personal trainers. So I asked each one of them in different different settings at different times what their belief was as far as um, the balance between diet and physical activity. So I said, okay, so if somebody wants to be fit, this was my question, if somebody wants to be fit, what is your opinion or your professional opinion on the balance? Is it 50-50? 50% good diet, 50% working out? Is it 60-40? What is it? And I got, I kind of had an idea in my head what I thought it was. Um, most of them said, well, I had one say you cannot outwork a bad diet. So if you have a bad diet, it doesn't matter how much you work out, you're going to, it, it's just not going to, you're not going to be healthy. So again, not having balance. And then, um, most of them, they had the kind of the 80, 20, it, you know, 80% diet, 20% physical activity. But one of them said it's a hundred, a hundred. And I was like, really? What? And, and, and I thought that was so interesting, especially in light of this study. It's 100, 100. You have to focus 100% on what you're putting in and 100% on what you're giving out. And I thought, man, that is so like our Christian walk, right? It's 100% what we're taking in and it's 100% what we're putting out. So with that... Um, uh, just a few ideas on being dedicated and devoted, giving that 100%. Again, it takes focus. It takes focus. It takes energy. So um, it may mean getting up a little bit earlier, and it doesn't have to be like three hours earlier. You know, I always tell people, if you are not a morning person, you are not going to be able to, you, you cannot, you're setting yourself up to fail if you're going to say, I'm going to be at the gym at five in the morning. You know, you there, it's just not going to happen. It might happen once and then or twice, and then after that, it's like, no, it's not happening. So it doesn't have to be three hours or you know before. Set your set your alarm for maybe twenty minutes. You know, twenty minutes. Start off like that. You know, just get up a little bit earlier. Um, maybe that's not possible. Maybe you're already getting up at three in the morning. The thought of getting up at, you know, any earlier makes you cry. So <laughs> I don't want you to cry. I've done that. I've just thought the thought of getting up any earlier sometimes makes me cry. So um, it may not be that. It might be staying up later. My thing is, if I stay up later, I'm usually falling asleep in what I'm reading. So I, I just can't do it. There's, there's just no way um, or, you know, if you have a lunch break, if you can maybe take a shorter lunch break or, or maybe take your lunch with you so you can eat while you have your quiet time. You know, again, there's focus and every one of us has a different schedule, has different demands. You know, you can sit and think through and pray through what can I say no to and what can I say yes to? And again, it doesn't have to be, um, it doesn't have to be a lot of time. You know, you don't have to have 
and again, I don't have social media, but I've heard that there's pictures of, you know, just the right place setting with the coffee and the Bible and the notebook. You don't have to have that. You really don't. You know, you, what, what you need to focus on is what is God going to say to me? That's what it is. It's not the perfect place setting. Um, so you focus and ask the Lord, where, where can I, what can I say no to? And what do I need to say yes to? And sometimes it hurts. A lot of times it, you know, it's, it hurts. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a sacrifice. Um, and what you can do also is set a timer, you know, set your timer for, you know, some of us again have more time than others, but it might be 20 minutes. It might be 40 minutes. It might be an hour and 20 minutes, but set a timer, have your Bible, have a notebook, have a pen and, um, and, and, and open it up. Um, sometimes the study Bible might be a little bit, you know, it could be something that's, that's easy for you to read. But again, one of the things for me is the, the one year Bible, because it has that, it's got the date on it. It has, you know, every day that, and, and there's some, the women's study Bible has even a little memory verse every day. It's kind of in darker print and that's, that's a memory verse. And we all, should be memorizing and hiding God's word in our heart. So those are a couple things. Get up earlier, stay up later, um, take a shorter lunch, set a timer. Um, one of the things that I have found is that if I'm going to do a podcast um, so that I'm not tempted to kind of go through my phone is to um, maybe use an iPod instead um, because it's real tempting if you're doing podcasts on your phone and your phone is right there and there's Oh, you know, you start kind of going through it, and that kind of defeats the purpose because you're just, you know, looking at Facebook and surfing the internet and not spending time with the Lord. So um, that's some, you know, the whole point is getting alone with the Lord and feeding on the Word of God. Um, get an easy to read Bible. I talked to a lady to, um, this week, and I thought this was so interesting. She was telling me that as a new believer, she was hearing you know, different. She never, she didn't grow up in a Christian home. She never went to church. So she didn't know like, um, you know, the, the stories that we grow up knowing and we teach our kids and Noah and the ark, um, Adam and Eve, uh, Daniel and the lions. And she didn't know any of this stuff. So she went and got a children's Bible so that she had the basics. You know, that was kind of what she did. She went through that children's Bible and she got the basics. And then she graduated from that to a teen Bible. And then went on and, and now she teaches Bible studies. So it's, it's really a neat thing. So find something that you're going to understand. The whole point is to be able to understand, to feed on the word, to know God, to know his nature, to hear what he has to say to you. Another thing that is important to do is to add worship into that time. You know, maybe one song, it depends again on your time. It could be two or three songs, but add some worship into that time where you're just really worshiping the Lord and listening to his word but it's a steady diet and it's every single day so then you can add in to your steady diet of feeding on the word of god the positive encouraging radio and you can add in the christian quotes but you cannot live on a steady diet of that today um i was getting dinner ready for my granddaughter and she said i just want ice cream and i said you can't just eat ice cream, but I want it. And I said, I understand that, but you cannot eat just ice cream for dinner. And um, and it was so funny because it was just like, but that's all I want. That's all I like. And 
You know, isn't it the same with us that that's all we like the sugar or we like the dessert? And I had to tell her, I said, you know, the people in your life that love you know what's best for you. And they know that if you just live on ice cream, it is not going to be good for you. You're going to be sick. And so I'm telling you, ladies, the people in your life that love you and I love you, you cannot just live on the ice cream. You have got to get into the word. So that's that's what I'm hoping that this study will show you is that the Proverbs 31 woman is dedicated, devoted, and deeply satisfied because she feeds on the word of God. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, God, for your word. We thank you, Lord, that you've given it to us so that we are fed, so we're deeply satisfied in you, Lord, so that we aren't looking to fill the voids in our lives and in our hearts with things that wouldn't nourish us or satisfy us and actually things that would be bad for us. But Lord, we thank you that you that you love us, that you love us enough to give us more than just ice cream. Lord, that you give us you give us the, the broccoli and the meat and the and the vegetables and, and Lord that um, sometimes some of the things are 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 best for us. Lord I pray for each one of these ladies, Lord, that you would be speaking to them even now and that they would be thinking of those things that they need to say no to so that they have that time to spend in your word and to spend feeding on your word. Lord, I pray that you would um, stir up a hunger and a taste for your word and the things of you in each one of these ladies' lives, Lord. And Lord, I'm excited to see what you will do with a room full of ladies that are deeply satisfied because you have fed them and you have nourished them. In Jesus' name, amen.